What's up, ninjas? Uh, hey, so happy Labor Day. Today's Labor Day. Whoop, 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 whoop. Um, you know what I like about Labor Day? We have a federal holiday where we celebrate work by not working. <laughs> like, how do we get that? You know? I don't know. Either way, happy Labor Day. I'm happy about it. I'm happy to not work, right? And get paid for it. How does that happen? You know? Uh, oh, no. Did I pass my cutoff time? Oh, I didn't. Oh, okay, I got to get on that today. So, uh, I'm looking at buying for all my old school Windows 95 gamers. You know, maybe even before that. I'm looking at buying Command and Conquer Remastered. I've been talking about it for a while. All the people who, you know, a lot of people know about my love and addiction from Command and Conquer. It's on sale right now. It's remastered. Here's the real situation. As I don't have a good, not that you really need a crazy good Windows computer to play this game. But like, you know, you don't want a crap computer. And it's been remastered, so, like, it can do, you know, be a lot better. So, like, I'm trying to get a cheap computer, to be honest. Uh, a cheap PC. Like, you know, I'm hoping to find, like, a someone who's getting rid of one, you know. Or, like, a company who's updating and getting rid of them. I don't need it to be great. I just need to run this stupid game. But I'm in a situation where I don't have one. And I don't want to spend... Here's the thing. I don't want to spend $10 on a game and then spend $200, $300 on a computer. And I know that's... You know, for gamers, I know two, dollars $300 for a computer is not a lot. But when you're only buying it for a $10 game, it seems kind of silly. So, either way, at this moment, that's where I'm at. But there's this on sale right now from $20 to $10. So, I'm trying to... I'm making a decision today because I got to do something. Um, man, so I've got the podcast, uh, studio door open and not really open. It's really just kind of, it gets separated by two, uh, tapestries, but the two tapestries is enough to make my dogs not come in and out. They're like, uh, whatever. It's too much work, whatever it is, but I've opened it up today and, um, they're just floating in and out like banshees. So I'm sure you'll be. You'll hear them hollering here soon, you know, because they're not good about being quiet. What are you doing, little boy? See? Bodie, a.k.a. Stinky Boy. Oh, here he is. Um, Yeah, so, either way, Command and Conquer. Or, ooh, watch out, Bodie. If you, <laughs> I hope, I usually edit these out, but if you heard a ping, Bodie, stop. If you heard a ping in the microphone, like a thing. Uh, that was Bodie's head hitting it because he decided he was going to try and jump up here and uh, hang out. It's, you know, only 90 degrees or whatever. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but yeah, so Command & Conquer. Man, there was a good UFC card this weekend. Um, for those of you who watched it, you know what I'm talking about. Kudos to you. I know some of you did. And uh, I'm glad to, just glad to always know. There are people who are watching the UFC, and there's a possibility that I helped influence them. <laughs> um, so this last UFC, 
It's a UFC fight night, Brunson versus Till. Um, it was an early card, which threw me off. I had to actually go back and watch it because I forgot it was an early card. Um, but, man, there was some good fights. Um, really, so Prelim had a couple. It had three fights. Um, the first one was a catch weight. It was a decision from Julian Arosa versus Charles Jourdain. Um, it was a good fight, you know. But uh, then the other two were decisions, and I'm not I'm not hating on the two decisions. They were good fights too. Just sometimes you're just like decision, you know. I've, I've mentioned it many times. If you watch, if you watch, you get it. If you don't watch, well, then it really doesn't matter. Then does it? <laughs> there you go. So, um, <laughs> Patty Pimblett. Patty, uh, man, this kid, you know, he's kind of he's an up and coming star. He's come kind of become, you know, started become a big deal, and who lordy, and uh, you know, like he did good. He fought Luigi Vendramini, and um, yeah, it was a first round, first round, uh, you know, knockout. So. It was good. Uh, Khalil Roundtree Jr., which was the next. Uh, sorry, I'm hopping to the next fight. Let me let me go back to Patty. Okay, um, do I really need to? I guess not. I mean, he just. Yeah, I mean, you know, Luigi had a takedown, but Patty pretty much dominated. Uh, the rest, well, I mean, you know, he won. Whatever. Khalil Roundtree versus Modessa Buck. I can't say his last name. Well, let's be honest. It's Bakuskasasasas. I don't know. Khalil Roundtree won uh, second round. So there's really only one decision on that card. And uh, it was this middle fight. And it was a good fight. Alexis Murano versus David Zawada, Zawada. Either way, decision to Alex Murano. Um, Tom Aspinall versus Sergey Spivak. Um, Tom Aspinall won first round, and then uh, the one I was very surprised. About, I'm not surprised about, but like, so like it was an early fight. I think I don't know. I, I mean, I say I think it was an early fight. Um, I think it was so like over in the UK and stuff, they could watch it or whatever for Darren Till. I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty confident that's why it was an early fight. You know, try and, you know, he's the main card guy. Why not? Uh, Derek Brunson beat him. <laughs> it was a third round submission. It was a five round fight because it was the headliner. Uh, but yeah, Derek Brunson submitted him. And um, I don't know. There's kind of a lot. I feel like there's a lot of buildup. Maybe, maybe not. I follow Darren Till on social media, so um, maybe that's why I felt like there was more buildup. But similarly, there's a lot of buildup for this for him, and uh, you know, Derek Brunson kind of shut him, not shut him down, but like Darren Till had him standing, but Brunson had him on the ground, and you know, unfortunately, ground game's a big deal, dude. <laughs> it's a very big deal. You know, stand-up's great in boxing. Stand-up, uh, you know, is only half the battle in the UFC. And not to say, I mean, Darren Till, you know, respectfully is good, but there's levels to the game. 
And uh, Derek Brunson was just, man, his ground game was on a different level. And, uh, you know, it was what it was. Pretty sure he called out, uh, I'm going to say I'm pretty sure, he called out Izzy. Um, Did you guys hear that? My Google speaker, I swear, is possessed. I don't like it that Google's constantly listening to me and able to listen to me over noises and everything else. I already don't like that. Hey, Google, stop playing. But then it just randomly cuts on music. And I don't like that either. Because it's like, what are you doing, bro? Like, I didn't ask you to cut on anything. I didn't say Google. You know? So what is it doing? What are you doing over there, Google? Listening to all my junk. Trying to figure out what I got going on. I ain't got nothing going on. Okay? So leave me alone. Weirdos. No, but seriously. Possessed. Or, you know, Google keeps accidentally hitting the button and cutting on. I go, oh, sorry. Okay, but yeah, UFC. It was good. Good stuff. Uh, let me talk to you about UFC stuff coming up. Because that's, you know, that's where we're at now. Um, On the 18th, we got Anthony Smith fighting Ryan Spann. I think it's Spann. Um I like Anthony Smith. He's kind of, uh, you know, been pushing, you know, he's kind of, I don't want to say a gatekeeper, but I mean, he's, he's, you know, he's a legend in his own right. He's been around for a while, you know, over 50 fights professionally, you know, and he's 135, 35, 16 losses. So, you know, he's doubled it, wins double the losses, uh, Ryan Spann's 19-6. and six. This should be a good fight. Anthony Smith, 33. Ryan Spann, 30. Um, you know, Spann's got a three-inch reach, so that may be an interesting little play, you know. And you may say three-inch reach. Eh, it's not a lot. Bro, three inches in a bedroom is a big deal. Best believe it's a big deal in a fight. So, and, uh, you know, main card, I meant prelims, we got three cats, three fights up there, um, I don't know, we'll talk about them at a later date, I really just want to get to this, we got UFC 60, 266, uh, guys, so this is September 25th, that's my sister's birthday, and a buddy of mine's birthday, so... It's Alexander Volkanovsky versus Brian Ortega. Uh, they were just the coaches on, uh, I mean, UFC's The Ultimate Fighter or UFC's Tough. Uh, they're the main card or main fight. Um, but then there's the uh, <laughs> there's Valentina Shevchenko versus Lauren Murphy. Lauren Murphy is a tough girl. And to put it nicely, and I mean this in no negative disrespect to Lauren Murphy, but Lauren Murphy uh, has the face of a fighter. <laughs> what a dick thing to say, but I'm going to be honest. Look, I love watching her fights. I do. I do, but she's been in some fights, and she's been beat on. She's pretty for a fighter, 
but she's beat on. Um, that was not nice. She's 38 years old, trying to live her best life, and here I am talking about how not attractive she is. That's all right. She could beat me in a fight, so she's one up on me. Um, she's fighting Valentina Shevchenko. And uh, here's a situation, just to be 100% honest. I don't know if there's anyone that I'll ever beat Valentina Shevchenko. Unless she, like, hopped into, like, a different weight class and decided to fight, you know, the Lioness. Um, yeah, no. I don't think anybody's beating her. She's so good. She's just, she's, she's on a different level. There's levels to the game, and she's on one that no one's touching right now. You know, it just, yeah, she's on a different level. I mean, look, I would like to think Lauren Murphy would be Look, and I thought the same thing about Wei Li, Zhang Lang, whatever her name is, and uh, Rose Nama Numez came in there and kicked her across the face and knocked her out in the first round. And I felt like, man, like Wei Li was going to be there for a long time. And was not. And now China's probably going to have her killed. Um, see, I got to make that joke now because eventually I'll, if I ever get popular or famous, I'll have to John Cena it and apologize in Mandarin for the shit I say. <laughs> he spoke good Mandarin too, bro. I think I'm pretty confident he knew how to speak it previous to that, though. Maybe it was Japanese. He already knew one of those Asian cultures. Uh, he could speak fluently, so I don't know. How, I mean, you know, not saying this is an easy transition, but he may have already been able to speak Chinese or Mandarin previously. Now I'm just digging a hole because there's no such thing as Chinese. It's either Mandarin or Cantonese. You piece of shit. Uh, okay, so <laughs> sorry. So, uh, man, Nick Diaz uh, is fighting Robbie Lawler. Um, for some of you, go okay, whatever. These guys, the last time they fought was, I think, like 2004. Nick Diaz won. Uh, so, this is kind of like the, here we go, comeback for Robbie Lawler. Let's see what he can do. Um, I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see it, dude. This has kind of been a in-the-making fight. These guys, you know, look, Nick Diaz won, and he certainly ain't letting it down. He certainly ain't letting him forget about it. So, you know, this one's been a fight <laughs> for the ages. I mean, you know, this is like the second fight for the ages. Whatever. Curtis Blades versus Rosenstrike uh, is our next fight. Heavyweights. Um, man, so whew, the heavyweight division is kind of crazy right now. Um I don't know. It's crazy because you got a lot of, I mean, just like, I don't want to say contenders because that sounds dumb. All of them have a lot of contenders. But this is like a stacked weight class right now. Um, you know, Derek Lewis, who just lost to Cyril Gone and, uh, you know, one heck of a fight for Cyril Gone. Uh 
but there's Derek Lewis, there's Curtis Blaze, there's Rosenstrike, there's Cyril gone now. Uh, there's, you know, the champ, you know, I mean, I don't know. It's just like, it's become kind of crazy with those. I mean, those five guys in particular, I guess, um, here recently, but I mean, there's other guys in there, you know, I could think of a guy right now. I wish I could remember his name. He's Last time I seen him fight, I think he had a mullet. Um, but there's like some other up and comers, dude, that are they're on their way. They're on their way. So like, it's interesting to see. But the heavyweight division is stacked right now with some heavy hitters, some big dogs. Um, let's see. Then we got Jessica Andrade and uh, Cynthia. Cavilio, Cavilio, I don't know if I know her. Um, can I see this chick? Okay, I think I've seen her fight before. I think I've seen her fight before. Either way, um, you know they're going to be starting out this main card, this women's fight with Jessica Andrade and uh, Cynthia Cavilio. Uh, Jessica Andrade is twenty-one and nine. Cavilio nine and two. Um, you know, it ought to be a good fight. Those two ladies are scrappers. I do know that. Then, of course, you got a prelim. Uh, Marlon Morris, I've seen him fight. He's good. He's fighting. Man, I'm not going to be able to say this guy's name. Marab is Devlishavili. Devlishavili, maybe? D V A L I S H. V-I-L-I, Davali Shavili. That's what we're going with. Dan Hooker makes a comeback on the prelim card. Bro, Dan Hooker was on a run for a little bit, and he got devastated in that recent fight with, um, was it, uh, shoot, I'm brain farting right now, guys. I'm sorry. I don't want to be. But I can't think of these guys' name. I can see his face. He just came in. Um, Michael Chandler. He got devastated by Michael Chandler. Um, and, uh, dude, it was just, you know, I'm, I'm happy to see him come back and fight again. Uh because, yeah, bro, Michael Chandler took it to him in a way that was, like, unexpected. I mean, expected in some sense, but unexpected. Like, Michael Chandler had something to prove there, and he did. <laughs> um, Chris Dawkins is fighting Shamil. Man, okay, here we go, guys. You ready? Abdurakimov is A.D. Or no, A-B-D-U-R-A-K-H-I-M-O-V. Abdurakimov. Shamil Abdurakimov. <laughs> That's probably not even close. What if it's just so far off it doesn't even make sense? Um, Chris Dawkins. I've seen Chris fight. I've never seen Shamil fight. Uh, oh, yeah, Dan Hooker, by the way, was fighting. Nazrat Hapar. Hakparsat. 
I don't know. I think I've seen Nazareth fight before. Or I've seen a Nazareth fight before. I don't know if somebody else has that same name. You would think, oh, well, dude, nobody's got that same name. But, man, the UFC, there's a lot of people coming from Dagestan and stuff like that. That name's, you know, there's those Middle Eastern countries. That name's not probably that far-fetched, you know, so. Uh, early prelims. I like watching the early prelims. Uh, they start at 6, by the way. 6, 8, and 10, right? Yeah. 6, 8, and 10, as always. But, um... So I like watching the early prelims because these people really, you know, they, they're trying to prove it. This is their first chance. This may be their one chance to be, you know, on the ultimate fighter and prove themselves worthy of getting a contract or, you know, getting another contract after this fight. So they're fighting hard. So right now we've got two ladies here at the top of the card. I don't know why I start at the top, but that's how I'm starting them. Her name is Manon. Fiorot versus Myra or Mayra Bueno Silva. Um, 31 for Fiorot and 30 for Silva. Silva has a one and a half inch reach and uh, about 10 pounds on the girl. That's odd. Is this a catch weight fight? Women's flyweight. She's on the bottom end of flyweight. She's on the top, I guess. I don't know. Either way. Middleweight, you got Carl Robertson versus uh, maybe Nix Maximov. I say that because his, his picture is not in black. It's in black and white. It's not in color, so I'm not sure if uh, he's a confirmed thing. He's 23 versus Carl Robertson, who's 30. Nick is 6-0. and Carl is 9-4. and Height's about the same. Uh, man, what is with the weights here? Carl Robertson's 185. Nick Maximov's says 220. Um, he's got a two-inch reach for Maximov. Uh, advantage. The weights look crazy to me. Like, are they for that... Supposed to be that far off in weight, like these guys make sense. I mean, he didn't even got a this guy ain't got a picture at all, so he's about as confirmed as I am of fighting. <laughs> uh, we got Matthew Semmels Semmelsberger, who is confirmed for the fight at 28 years old, 6'1, 170, with a 75 inch reach. His record is eight and three versus Martin Sano. No picture, so we can't guarantee he's even fighting or even a person. His record is 4-2-1, and one, which may not be true because we still don't know who he is. Age 30, he's 5-9, which is kind of short for a 6-1 fighter. He's 170, and he has no reach because we don't know if he's real. That's for the 25th. <laughs> That's kind of ridiculous, I guess. I don't know. Um, so on a different note, PlayStation 5 video games. We could talk about all that great stuff. Um, I do love my PlayStation 5 still, by the way, just in case you were wondering. Just in case you may be concerned that I would get a PlayStation 5 and then feel like maybe it was not for me or not what I wanted or not good. It is. <laughs> um, 
PlayStation's doing a showcase here. I think this Thursday. Pretty excited about that. Um, also, gosh, also, even more exciting, though we are still a month away, Far Cry 6 comes out in a month, guys. And I know some of you go, okay, well, whatever. Still a month away. I haven't played it. Uh, is it even any good? Um, you know, can you play it if you don't like cool things? Well, this is what I can tell you. It's probably one of the most uh, look forward to games of the year. Um, two, it's going to be dope as she is. Three, I know it's a month away. I'm still excited. I'm allowed to be excited about things. Don't judge me. And four, if you don't do cool things or play cool things, then you're probably not going to play this game because you're not cool. But you are allowed to play it if you wanted to try and become cool because it is going to be one of the coolest games you could play this year. Um... With that being said, I've been playing Wreckfest, as some of you know, most of you know, I'm probably mentioned up here. I've been playing Wreckfest uh, to kind of clear my head and mind of shooters, so that way when Far Cry 6 comes out, I'll have limited shooter play, um, you know, just kind of cleanse the mind, you know. I might still hop on a little bit of Call of Duty, you know, you can't just completely not do a shooter but uh you know i've spent the majority of my time that i've been when i've been playing playing a racing game uh the game i've been playing is Wreckfest. i've played the career i've finished the career um man it's a fun game it's a fun game uh the cars crunch up and crash like cars should which I really appreciate. That's always fun. But it's got very realistic mechanics. Um, as far as one of those games go. You know, I mean, like if you try and compare it to like a Gran Turismo. Or, you know, Forza. Or something that's supposed to be all about the driving mechanics. Then, yeah, you're probably not. It's probably not going to be that standard. But as far as a game goes, like the driving mechanics are great. And playing on PS5 is fun because... You got the DualSense controller, uh, which is kind of this new upgraded style of controller where like the vibration in the controller now is so precise and keen and honed in that like even the simplest of things it vibrates differently for. Like if you ride over the rocks, it vibrates differently. If you go into reverse, uh, it rides differently um, or it vibrates differently. Uh, they've just they've done something very interesting with this and I will admit you know the controller it's it's very neat and it does enhance the experience of gameplay I played Wreckfest on PS4 originally um, and it's fun it is fun it's just it's you know um, but you're definitely I definitely feel more engaged with the PS5 controller. I have the PlayStation Pulse uh, headphones. You know, so like I, uh, 
you know, I'm pretty PlayStation in, you know. Uh, but it does enhance the experience, and it's nice, and it's fun. And uh, my buddy just downloaded Wreckfest as well. Um, so, like, you know, we're going to be able to crash cars together and crash into each other and, you know, just act like fools. But, dude, it's just fun, you know. You got, like, figure eight races and stuff where, like, for sure, like, it's, you're going to crash. It's about that crash. Um, you know, the only way I guess I could probably enhance it more would be with VR, uh, which I don't think that game's even capable of, but just in saying, you know, VR would be like the closest I could get to being in that virtual world. But, uh, you know, it'd be, it'd be that way. It's good. I enjoy it. I really have. So, um, I don't know. I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed that game. There's also Dying Light. Oh my gosh, guys. Dying Light 2 is coming out too. And um, I'm excited about it. I don't know. Like, equal. I don't equally as excited about it with Far Cry. Uh, Dying Light 2. Here's the thing Far Cry's got a solid system. I don't have to question that as whether it's going to be a good game or not. 100%. 100% it will be. They've got it figured out. They've got it dialed in. They've got it honed in. They've got a good game. Now, with that being said, Dying Light just came out. Well, this will be the second, you know, second game. Uh, it just came out with this first one a couple years ago, which was a smash hit. Don't get me wrong. Uh, one of the best, if not the best, zombie game I have ever played in my life. If you've played a good zombie game and it ain't Dying Light, Tell your zombie game to suck it, cause it ain't, it ain't the best one. Dying Light is fantastic, fantastic. Uh, you know, it's just good, dude. It's really good. And the second one is coming out, and I don't. When did Dying Light first come out? You know, I want to give you a little backstory, cause I am excited about this one too. And I haven't given it enough credit you know what i'm saying i haven't given it enough talk because god bless it's amazing dying light came out in 2015 so we're talking about seven years later what is dying light bad blood the heck is that is that something i didn't see something i ain't play Interesting. I may have to check that out. Or maybe it was already part of my thing. Either way, uh, bro, Dying Light 2 is coming out. Hello, hello. I'm excited. Very excited. Um. So, yeah, I'm excited about Dying Light 2 as well. Dude, if you guys got gaming consoles of any kind, um, you know, hit me up. If you got these games, hit me up. Let's play. Let's jam. Let's do the thing. I love it. Oh, let me, uh, yeah. I love it. It's good stuff. I love you guys. Y'all are good stuff. Um, hey, you know, as always, 
I really do. I love you guys. I appreciate you listening. I hadn't said it in a while, but it doesn't mean I don't mean it or I don't think about it. I do. I love you. A lot of shit's going on in the world. A lot of shit is going on in personal life. There's a lot of shit going on. You know, I try not to keep it too political or too crazy. Just try to give you a nice little relief. Um, you know, but I got more stuff I want to talk about, but guess what? I'm past my time, so. Please tell your friends, family, loved ones, people you love, people you hate, listen to this podcast. Uh, maybe next week I will get a little political. All right, you want to see me get upset, we'll start talking politics. Uh, I'm just kidding. I don't want to talk politics because I will get upset. But I do love you guys. Um, I can't wait to talk to you next week. Talk about some fighting, some nonsense. Um, I will, yeah, I'll just talk to you guys because I love you. You have a safe week. Please enjoy it. Don't do anything too crazy today. Uh, you know, just enjoy it, man. We're blessed. We're blessed to be here. We're blessed to be alive. You know, we're blessed. Most importantly, remember that. We're blessed. Y'all have a good day. Have a good week. Love you.